Welcome back to System and Trivia, the podcast where we talk about unmentionable things before the show starts. This is Brent. This is I'm Brent. I'm unmentionable. <laughs> wow. Way, way to just throw everything off by not responding at all. And I'm paid. I, I had something good, go. but I lost it because Jathan couldn't There's respond nothing. at the right no. time. He's just for you. That's why I'm glad I go I, I go first, because he just he, sometimes he'll just break your brain. Like he'll say Jathan. Yeah. Like, talk about let's talk about me in the third person this whole lot. Okay, Jathan. We'll talk about Jathan third person Jathan. Well I was I was talking about I asked Payton. you a question too, was, and you say Jathan. I was, no, I was, say... I was talking I was responding to Peyton saying uh, he forgot what he was talking about. Uh, right, right, yeah. right. I was gonna say, and I'm safe for work. Mm. Are you? Well, not really. You weren't last because <laughs> because I'm not. That was kind of so, joke though. Was that you know? This time I'm going to talk about what we're talking about before the bands. Okay. Why? Because I want to get it out of the way because I always forget to do it. So tonight we're talking about. You don't even make any sense. It's man. all right. Just go with the flow, James. People are confused. You gotta, you gotta, he doesn't have to make sense. Just be quiet. You got to be loosey goosey with. Nobody talks so during we're your about that is really false. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about IP cameras, uh-huh. DIY, you know, camera monitoring stations, stuff like that. We don't really talk a lot about physical security on the show, so I thought it'd be fun to kind of delve into that particular aspect of it. We have mentioned things about like picking locks and physical security in that aspect before. I think we oh. talked about self-defense. But we haven't really talked anything about the monitoring aspect, like the physical monitoring. We've talked about, you know, Nagios, that's true. digital that's monitoring, true. but we want actual physical security well, monitoring. I don't know if that's all true. We may have talked about, I don't like, think we mentioned cameras at all. We have not mentioned cameras Maybe not cameras, mm-hmm. but we've talked about, like, doors. I talked about doors. Doors. I talked about doors at the ship show at Johnny Xmas. No. I asked yeah, no, no, no. Lot no, of yeah, well, I, when I was I drunk that. at Shit Show. Right, right, right. Jathan, we did talk about locks before, and I did mention that. Not even locks. I think we talked about... Locks and bagels? Wrong locks. Like, swiping into things. That's a lot. It's, well, kind of. That's, that's a lot. Electronic that is a magnetic lock. stripe lock. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Or an RFID. Forgive me for I've said RFID lock, depending on you. You are but. a sinner. You are the weakest link to find. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's been going on in everyone's lives? What's, oh what's been happening? Oh, ass, oh boy. Our Discord's oh boy. been pretty quiet for the most part. Oh, so I don't oh, know what Well, happened. I've given up on our Discord. You've given no, you up. Not. No, you have pretty not. Pretty much. No, you have not. Yes. Tired of the insanity. What insanity, insanity are you tired of? The one that you bring? Yeah, like eighty percent of that sin- insanity is you. Yes. Oh. You're insane in the brain. You say nonsensical things. Nonsensical things. Okie dokie. You're nonsensical. Things without sense. So I'll go first uh, since Jathan obviously isn't. I just wants to complain. Mm. I was trying to talk on a meeting for work, and I was trying to use my meteor mic and it would not work it wouldn't detect on any of my computers at all mm. and i decided or figured out that the mute button was staying muted and it would not unmute and mm. this worked between disconnects and reconnect like i said different computers and different cables so i got myself a yeti nano a blue yeti nano and it's really nice i like it so if my if i sound better it's because i'm using a different mic mm. now mm-hmm. wait i also I, wanna... I got a new well pump that's the 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it might have an impact. I wanted to circle around. A circle, little bit here. circle, circle around. Yeah, circle, circle back. Circle. circle jerk around. Jathan, Jathan, did you or did you not earlier today ask Hayden about cabbages? Oh, I did, and he didn't answer me. What? How was I supposed? When to I ask say eighty percent of the Discord bullshit is your insanity. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Just what out of the blue. To, what was I supposed to answer? There's right? nothing no, wrong with no, 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 that's like a no, friendly no, no, no. topic. No, 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 no. Who doesn't gets, ask their friends about their cabbage? That. It gets worse than that. No, Jason. 531 Eastern today. Uh-huh. 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 Out of nowhere, unrelated to any current threads of conversation in the channel, no, you state, no. I just slurped my last cabbage. Wait, wait, wait. Boys. Wait, wait. It gets better than that. It gets better than that. It gets better than yes. that. Because you you are talking about the BS that we are dealing with, and he says, I'm a pregnant teen. Or what does that have to do with... Yes. Yeah. He, what he, does that have to do with I didn't New say Hampshire? That. No. Pregnancies in New Hampshire <laughs> or something like that. I'm trying to find it. Brent, Chill the fuck out for five seconds. Brent started talking about uh-huh. some uh-huh. legal uh-huh. case, which we're not going to get into. Oh, the, yes. No, we should totally... Just, oh, that was entrusted. No, that... But he just literally, he sent a link and he said, it's this is crazy or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some bullshit. Yeah. We won't yeah. get into it, but... It is some but and so I said the case so I said to him like why the hell are you looking this up and he didn't say anything so then I just respond and I'm like why do you think New Hampshire has the lowest teen pregnancy rate in the United States but and but was that a real answer but, to my but, question Jay like what no 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 hold on you <laughs> I think Pete is lost you he was talking to you. Right here. He's responding to you. I see it. Right here. Yes. He, he says... But he never said no, no, no. why he was, ra- like, randomly looking that Who up. Who cares? But why does it matter? Why does it matter? I stumbled across well, it. What then he stumbled say? across it. Then why does it matter with our community? Why does it matter what I asked next? Because it had nothing to because do with the article it. in question. Yeah, you just... His article had nothing to do with what was going on before nothing that. Was nothing was going, going on before on. that. And was, then you said... No, Jay-thon, I'm familiar it was, with it. And then he said it's that. bullshit. They had their home destroyed, blah blah blah. And then Jayton says, "I mean, it's all wild and crazy." LOL. And then Brent says, "But then the police refuse. Your state's fucked up." And Jayton says, "Sure, go with that." And then Brent says, "In what way?" Blah blah blah. And then Jayton, out of nowhere, says, "Why do you think New Hampshire has the lowest teen pregnancy rate in the country?" Yeah, just like what? What? The- I was proving a point. Your what point, point were you proving? failed miserably? What point was that, Jayton? None of it makes sense. Nothing makes sense anymore. Deep. What? Now, why would Chewbacca. What? <laughs> a Wookiee be living on Endor? That does not make sense. You okay, must have quit. Let's just move on. I, you pulled a. <laughs> I. I. Listen. Uh, it's a South Park reference, Peyton. It's okay. I, 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 I'm not worried about that. I'm, okay. I'm. I. I. Are you worried about me? Yes. I'm afraid that you're losing your mind. Losing? Also, also, Chewbacca would be getting some on Endor because, you know, he's bigger than all the other Ewoks combined. Yeah, but that would require both he and the Ewoks being into interspecies mating. Who wouldn't be? Okay. Hmm. A lot of weird stuff going on here today. And, uh, so see weird now, stuff. what else was I going to talk about that happened this week? So, what are you guys drinking? <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get off the... Let's get off the topic of interspecies sex. I mean, Kurt banged Orion's, uh, so you know. Mm-mm. Red Stripe. And where is that from, Jathan? 
You know, it says Jamaican uh-huh. lager, but I'm not convinced it's from Jamaica. It, it is from Jamaica. It's an import. It is 100,000% from Jamaica, not the United States. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's an import. Okay. Hey, then, what are you drinking? I am drinking my new Amsterdam vodka from the last time. So it's not really hey, new, I, is it? You see what I did there? I mean, it old says new Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, old, old new Amsterdam. <laughs> <sighs> I'm actually drinking tonight. I have Which two. Good for you. Yeah, I have two of the Trogues Troganator double box. Troganator. Troganator. T R O. And Trogador! I haven't. I haven't had dinner, and they're two double box. So oh. we'll see. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. So we'll probably be calculating before too long. I might be calculating. Yeah, you might be calculating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I hear a? Do I hear a fish tank in the background? Probably, honestly, yeah. Is that your fish tank? There? Oh, is that what that is? It, it. I didn't even know you guys could hear it. It's a little low, so the water coming out of the filter like splashes. Oh. I just thought Sorry. it was like generic. I, I'm not upset. It was kind of. I thought it was, it was a nice generic mumble, sound. mumble noise background, like line noise compression but yeah i mean it's not great for the, the podcast that's probably. all right i'm gonna filter it out yeah it's just we'll just we'll just mute so all much. of jayton's lines it'll be fine. Well, <laughs> well no because then we lose context and <laughs> we just sound like two insane people talking to ourselves <laughs> but like anybody anybody talking to jayton is already talking to themselves and is insane <laughs> just kidding buddy i'm just kidding i don't really mean that i'm just kidding Yes. Hey, pay. So, yes, Jayton. Better watch out for your new well pump. Oh, <laughs> he's coming oh. for your well pump. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, you kind of need another. Oh, okay. Were you the one that caused it to fail in the first place, Jayton? Maybe I was, and maybe I wasn't. Did you shit in his well pump? So, for the record, everyone, I told Brent about this already, but mm. I come to find out Sunday was that uh, the twenty third, twenty second, twenty third. We had no water, and mm-hmm. the call company, they come out, and they check it, and our little switch that controls our well pump was frozen, and it wouldn't move, and he was able to get it moved, so we had water, but he said that it could fail, because we were pulling 12 amps, and roughly we need to pull, I think, between four and six, maybe a smidge more than that, so we went ahead and had that replaced, but the pump was from 2008, and it was the cheapest pump you could possibly buy, so mm-hmm. no wonder it only lasted a few years, you know, so... Congratulations, there you go. So I have a new pump. Hurrah. Huzzah. Mm. Great. I'm glad you have running water again. That's yeah, yes. one of the yes. modern inconvenience. It's or so nice that's, to have running yeah. water. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't I don't I don't need a pulling thread. Need a pulling thread. Yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs> you know what really sucks is what? law is literally just a note to follow so. Like everything else that's what has I said something. last episode. Yeah, and I'll say I'll say it's it again. Like this word time. for word. <laughs> We don't need to have the same discussion. <laughs> Two episodes in a row. No, it's fine. It's something about something totally unrelated. It's not okay. unrelated, goddammit. Hayden, <laughs> yes. Hayden yes. what's your tip? Well, hold on. I, I have two things I want to talk about, and I was trying to okay. look up something. I, I mean, I can start talking, but I digress. Uh-huh. Okay. So, first things first. Remember last time I talked about QNAP? Well, they sent a security advisory on May 21st, so exactly 30 days from yeah. the date of incident. Good job, guys. Bit, way bit way to go. On that. So Taipei, Taiwan, May 21, 2021, QNAP had published a security enhancement against security vulnerabilities that could affect specific versions of QNAP products. All of them. Mm. 
Q Locker yes. Ransomware. Release date, May 21st. So, a whole 30 days afterwards. QNAP NAS running HBS3. A ransomware campaign. Blah, 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 blah. They're trying to blame it on the hybrid backup sync tool. And it's actually just, you know, them being tool The backdoor, yeah. Yes, exactly. And let's see now. Okay. So, the next thing I want to talk about, my actual tip. So if you, I'll send, I'll forward you that email if you want to have it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk about AID, Advanced Intrusion Detection Environment, which is a file and directory integrity checker. It creates... Didn't we do this already? Nope. Mm-mm. We've nope. done other integrity checkers, but not yeah. AID before. I thought I did it as a clammies. Not AID, I don't think. I don't believe so. I am almost certain. I may have mentioned well, AID, Google but search. I don't think we... Google search it up. I'm going to look. You search it up right while now. I talk. Yeah. Uh-huh, S6E1. What? We didn't talk about aid. Yeah, it was. My 15 clams. Jathan asked about aid. Uh-huh. Well, I'm talking about it more. Uh-huh. So relax. It creates a database from regular expression rules that it can then find from config files. Once the database is initialized, it can be used to verify the integrity of said files. And it supports a lot of different message algorithms, MD5, SHA-1, huh. RMD-160, Tiger, CRC-32, SHA-256, and 512, Whirlpool, with libmhash, and GOST, Havel, and CRC-32B. Mm-hmm. It was created, actually, in 1999 mm-hmm. by Rami Letty and Pablo Virolainen. And then it was maintained from 2003 to 2010 by Richard Vandenberg. And then Hannes von Hogwitz took over after 2010, October. There's a repository you can go to. It's pretty neat. Check it out. That's been my tumultuous, membranous tip. Yeah, also worth noting, of those hashing algorithms it supports, I would probably only use SHA-256 or SHA-512. Same. Same. Mm. It said SHA-1. You're you're relatively... You'd be fine with MD5. You'd probably be fine with MD5 or SHA-1, but there are now ways of providing collisions for those. So, you know, if you wanted to be sure, SHA-256 or SHA-512. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to add, like, add algorithms, like with a plugin or something. Anyways, yeah, so that was that was the tip. That was the tip. That was, uh, that was my very meaty, uh, according to Jathan... Small ball tip, but I actually have quite large balls, so whatever. He's used to larger tips. The, well, you know. Before I get into the topic, I do also want to say we'll probably be having a game night this weekend. Yes. You won't be hearing this episode because it will have, you know, it will have already happened by the time you've heard this. Well, they should so, hang out in our Discord for game yeah, night announcements. In the game night channel. If and you're curious go. how to get there. Sysadministerview.com slash contact. Boom. There it is. You can find our, our Discord invite link there. Or disco there there's like a Discord web app applet thing we have. Don't bother using it. You know, like it's it's kind of like a last resort sort of thing. I mean you but, can use it, but don't expect anything. Yeah, don't expect much. It's not fun to use. It's not it's not fun. But it's there if you you know last ditch kind of a thing. And I did want to mention that, though, because we have a ton of them coming up. We've got a ton of games in the pipeline. I think we've got three. We've got, Quake. besides Quake, Quake, which is probably what we're going to play this weekend. We've also got Unfortunate Spacemen, Sea of Thieves, Raft. I think that's it. I can't remember if we had a fourth one planned or not. But 
Yeah, so we've got tons of games lined up. Well, if we want to do a fourth one, we should get you know some sort of community input on that. Not that yeah, you guys ever that. give us input, but, you know. Well, yeah, nobody ever does that. <laughs> they right, just, right. They don't have suggestions for us. Ideally, it should work natively on Linux, and for also, sure. ideally, free-to-play, or just free, or open-source, or whatever. And, of course, multiplayer. So, those are the suggested requirements. I guess it's that's kind of an oxymoron. It can't really be suggested if it's a requirement. Well, I know that Raft should work on, or works on Linux, but it's not it free-to-play, so you, I mean, right. It's not. But I'm, it's, I'm, well, it's not free-to-play, it but, you know. It's free-to-play, but not free-to-play. It's a one-time purchase. Right, it's a one-time purchase. Yeah. It's worth the purchase so it's, not free. it's kind of a fun game. But, yeah. you know, I mean, if that's a if that's an issue, I mean, please let us know. We can, you know, maybe help you out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you know, not maybe all not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one lucky person might be able to get a free game yeah. from us. Yeah, first come, first serve kind of a thing. The first person to show me their tits that actually has tits. No. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's, I think technically that's prostitution. I don't it's think that's what? legal in our... It's prostitution. In I mean, the legal maybe it sense. is. It is. Maybe, you would, maybe would, it is. Yeah, that would, that would get you put away. Well, how... Wait, 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 wait. How, hold on a second. Yeah. How is How am I exchanging sex for goods? You would be purchasing a good, a game in this sense, uh-huh. for someone who provides you a sexual service. It's not really sexual though. They're just showing me an image. Okay, you got to be really weird debate we're having. Yeah, Peyton, you got to be really careful with that argument because that's <laughs> that's how you lock yourself that's up true. for child pornography. That's, that's true. That's true. That's and that's true. not really something. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're we're not down with that. We're not down with that. We're no. not. No, we're not down with that. So yeah. So don't don't show Peyton your tits. I mean, if you want to, that's no, great. No, no, I'm not giving you no. anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's devolving really quick. <laughs> All right, let's get the actual topic. Okay, topic on hand. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my tip. So, You're welcome. I yeah, like that's his tip. So, like I said, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I wanted to talk about, like, IP cameras. IP? Namely, ways of kind of collating them. I'm kind of dancing around what I want to call it CCTV systems, basically, right? But. Yes. Digital networked CCTVs. So I thought I'd start out with some of the solutions that are out there. Probably okay. the best well-known is ZoneMinder. Now, Jathan, I believe you also have experience with ZoneMinder? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, sir? Getting fancy. Hey, don't call him sir. He works for a living. <laughs> what? No. What? Uh, nope. I'm just going to ignore it and keep going. <laughs> now, I tried ZoneMinder. Oh, to lead up to this... If you're in our Discord, in the Bleps and Things channel, which is our, our pets and, and general animal channel, a lot of cute animals in there. But I talked about setting up a ferret cam, because we have two new ferrets. My wife is feeding them right now, actually, as I speak. She has ferrets. Yeah, we, get, we, we had three, and we got two more, so we have five ferrets now. So she's feeding them right now. But she wanted a way to monitor them, because they're in, they're in quarantine. You know, you, you have to keep them apart for a set number of, of days before you can reintroduce them to your existing parents. So they're in quarantine right how now. How many times? What do you mean how many times? Or how, how, why so long? Well, things like ear mites, and then you have to gradually introduce them, like only for like 15 minutes at a time or so, so they get used to each other. 
Because you're essentially incorporating two ferret tribes, more or less. They're uh-huh, called businesses. Uh-huh. But there's like ferrets are very kind of tribal, you know, so you have to do it very gradually and kind of slowly and, and, and massage the social interaction. And in okay, the meanwhile, definitely. you need somewhere else to put this new tribe, this new business. In our case, that's one of our guest bedrooms. But that's upstairs. And she didn't want to have to keep, you know, walking up and down the stairs to keep checking on them throughout the day. Understandable. Perfectly understandable. I would, I didn't either. And for a while, she's been wanting a way to kind of see what the ferrets are up to during the day. And, you know, at night while they sleep. So I got a... Oh, I can't remember the model name. A Hick Vision. It's a type of IP camera. I'll put it in the show notes, yeah. the exact model. PoE? What? what? PoE? Is it a PoE? Yes, it's PoE. Correct, yeah. It's a, a PoE dome, like... 350, 340 degree angle camera. Wow. You can't do 360 because, you know, it, it has to mount. Yeah, right, right. But, yeah, so it, it's a uh, nearly 360 degree view. It's pretty nice. So, uh, you know, that by its own, Hikvision, really nice cameras, hard to get a hold of because there's a, a big gray market for them. Uh, so that was that was a whole experience, we'll say, trying to get my hands on one that was working. <laughs> but I finally got one. And yeah, so we have it we have it set up now. And they do have like a built-in stream. Like there's an RTSP stream and I think there's an RTSP stream. Yeah, it's an H two six four RTSP stream. And then they also have an MJPEG stream. And you're gonna hear this probably come up during this topic a fair bit. MJPEG is motion JPEG. It's basically like streamed sequences of jpegs more or less it's it's not quite a movie it's like a really low fps movie we'll put it that way it's those ones that you see where it seems like the action jumps yeah yeah exactly a lot. yeah they're they're like and it doesn't so much matter the fps because it's still sequences right. of images i mean so right. is video you know but well it tends to be much more you see it a lot on like older versions of car cameras yeah, yeah car cams yeah, yeah. And, and some police cams stuff like that yeah so it's it's a it's kind of an industry standard just about every modern ip camera supports and putting out an mjpeg stream but the problem with that is then you have to log into the camera itself and hickvision in order to view the live feed in the interface like they have a, a raw url you can connect to but it's 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 not very pretty so in order to view it in the interface itself, so you get a nice pretty interface around it, you need to install kind of a, a shady plugin that ends in .exe. And I'm like, uh, no, not even in Y. Because <laughs> so, they're a Chinese company, right? Uh-huh. So, and, and before any, you know, of course, it's, it's always a good idea to have like a VLAN for your inter- Internet of Things and stuff like that. I have these on a separate VLAN because, again, China. But, you know, what are you going to do? Did you have to install weird ActiveX controls too, or whatever? No, I you know I no. don't know because I didn't try installing it. It was just a .exe. It gives you a .exe to download, right? right. To install the browser. The real in. question is, where can I see a ferret? Have you gotten to that part yet? So I don't have it public because that's up to Nina. You know, I mean it's up to both of us, but I'm fine either way. Well, give me your phone number because I'm gonna call her. Why would you call her? You have her Discord. Nick. It's eight six seven five three zero nine. The whole point of this was so we could all see them. No, the whole point of it was I, I so that she could see so. them. I, I don't think that was. And now I can't even see them. Okay, well, who cares like, about what I'll you send you a photo, anything. all right? But yeah, I so demand the, a photo as well, too. <laughs> well, 
I want a video. This is supposed to be well, video her, we're talking about. Well, no, technically this is motion JPEG. Yeah, which motion is not JPEG. strictly video. Yeah, it's motion JPEG. It's I GIFs. mean, it kind of is, but it also kind of isn't. It's GIFs. Okay. Mm-mm. It's not GIFs. It is GIFs. It's yeah. also not GIFs either. It's GIFs. No. Okay. No, it's not. It's it's a totally, it's not the Giraffics Interchange. <laughs> all right, let's just all calm down. You calm down. <laughs> People are getting real upset and stuff, and I... Who's I, getting I upset? Who's getting up? You guys seem really upset, and I'm getting We're really recording. Upset, okay? Who's are, even hearing this? Why are, uh, why, uh, why are you... Okay, if you're upset, I want you to bang your steering wheel for me right now. I okay, don't see nobody. Nobody did anything, so we're being soft. Okay, oh, anyways. Okay, anyways. <laughs> now I'm upset about that, too. <laughs> How much did you have to drink so far, Javon? He's had a lot. I've had like drunk. two sips. He's drunk already. He's been drunk for like a while. He's definitely. You see a while. You seem a little. Just skipped work today. Yeah, you've been. You've been. You said you were pre gaming at like four. So four of my yep. time. Yep. It's like five yep. hours ago. Yep. Anyways, no, it's not. No, That's no, 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 no. Back to, Back to the topic. Back to the topic. So, the, topic like, the most prevalent Chinese cameras option you have if you want to roll your own CCTV. Oh, what's it called? Like an NR, NRV, NVR? I think it's NVR. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Where it's basically like a, a collation of your different camera feeds, right? That's the NVR. It's like so a monitor. Do you have camera. more than one camera? Yeah, I have two. I'll get to that in a little bit. So the big name is ZoneMinder. ZoneMinder is, mm-hmm. you know, as, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, ZoneMinder is the quote unquote de facto standard. The problem is. It feels like 1990s software, and it's not terribly good. It takes a lot of finagling to get where you want, and even it's then, that, it's not guaranteed. It's that shitty Chinese, like no, 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 no. That's Heck Vision. ZoneMinder's oh, oh, open source. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, ZoneMinder's open source. Yes. I think well, so here's the thing: yes. well, ZoneMinder isn't that whole thing is still that bad. It's okay. all right. ZoneMinder. It's intuitive. It's, not... it's very intuitive. Okay. It's dated. It's for definitely sure. dated. But once you get it working, it's just kind of there. Like, that's my thing. It's like, yes, it's it's not... Mm-hmm. It's kind of clunky. It's definitely shitty looking. But once it's set up, you just kind of... It does its purpose. But the other problem is, once you hit, like, even if you have, like, a really good box that's hosted on, and that's the other thing, you're going to need some good hardware for ZoneMinder. Because it does a lot of processing, and it's not really... It's written in what Perl? What a Pentium three? I think it's With Perl. Five hundred twelve megabytes of RAM. I have no idea. Good. It's I, I think it's Perl and a little bit of C, uh, but mostly. I mean, Perl. I run mine on a Raspberry Pi, bro. Right, but how many cameras do you have? One. Okay. Okay. So one so is you fine. Have one. Great. Six seems to be about the practical limit for Zomine. So how many do you have? I have two. But well, you just said six is the limit. I it 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 is, but hear me out. Okay. I so... but. But the problem is, it scales up to that. Six is like the hard limit where things just break uncontrollably, but it requires a ton of memory for each camera you add. And yeah, you'd probably be fine with one Raspberry Pi 4, a fair bit of tweaking, and, you know, one camera for ZoneMinder. But I wanted something a little bit more robust, because this is this is going to be like a permanent setup, you know? And I wanted to have be able to have the capability to add multiple cameras. Mm-hmm. So as a result, right. you know, I tried ZoneMinder, wasn't terribly impressed. So I said, all right, well, let's... Like, how long did you use it? You just set it up a... and you're like, meh. No, I'd say maybe four days, five days. So, you know, I, I gave it a fair chance, I think. But at that point, you know, at the four or five day mark, I was like, there's got to be something better or at least different, you know? Like, 
Zoneminer is the de facto, but what other projects are there out there? So then after that, I tried, uh, what was it? It's some weird, it, it's very cloud-centric, and I didn't like that. Because in order to use any yeah. sort of motion detection, you had to you had to put it on the cloud. And I was like, eh, no. I don't know. Fuck, what fuck that about AI that. nonsense. Can't remember the name of it. But I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. It's written in Node. But, uh, but yeah. I haven't actually played with a lot of these because I just, I was like, okay, zone minder. And then I just kind of used it. Yeah, and that was that. yeah. Like, you're like, oh, all right. Like, it's the de facto, right? I mean, I was trying to catch a dog shitter. <laughs> I. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess some miner's good enough to catch a dog shitter, sure. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So it's not like serious business like a ferret cam. Right. No. <laughs> Different right. kind of serious business. <sighs> yeah. So I'm, so, I'm gonna. Yeah. Go no, no. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. I'm waiting for you to, to finish because I have comments mm-hmm. on this. So go ahead. Go ahead and finish your. Oh, thing. You do. Okay. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Oh. So there's, there's yeah, a bunch of Shinobi. That's what it's called. Shinobi. 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 So I tried Shinobi. It's written in Node.js. And Node. it's a bare to install. They want you to install it from source. There's no real repository packages, especially for Arch. So that was a letdown. That was a big letdown. But I, I have heard good things for it in terms of performance. So apparently the performance is good, but the getting there and the configuration, not so much. And then currently what I'm trying is Motion Eye. So that, that one that, I've heard of. That I, requires a little bit of background. So there's a program thought... in Linux that's been around since like the early 90s, mid 90s called Motion. And what that does is that lets you take a, a webcam or now like you can add like an IP camera or whatever. It does motion detection by comparing frames, right? Now, Motion I is more or less just a front end to Motion. Motion does have its own web UI, but it's not very pretty. Motion Eye adds yeah. a lot of prettiness. It lets you add like a view only user as well as like an admin user. It's kind of just a wrapper around Motion. So I'm on. I'm using that right now, and you know it's it's okay. There's some things I'm not terribly fond of with it, but it's performing better than Zone Lighter is. So I'll, I'll leave I'll leave that part of Motion Eye there. But my I, so I have two cameras. And one is this fancy Hikvision IP camera I got for two hundred bucks, which is a fantastic price for a for a decent IP camera. Ah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Normally they're around four hundred to a thousand. My particular model usually runs around three hundred to four hundred. So I got a two hundred, which is fantastic. Which is why I, I ran into a couple different busted ones because you know you gotta if you're looking for that good of a price, you, you're gonna run into some not so good instances before. Ironically, the working model I ended up getting from eBay. So nice. That was interesting. Nice. That was a real nice. gamble, but I was, I was, yeah, the one from Amazon didn't work. Usually is a gamble. When comes yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy the way this worked out. I tried ordering one from Newegg that that fell through because they tried to scam me. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, I called them on the bullshit. With that, I called them on the bullshit, reported it to Newegg, and then just forgot about it. Uh-huh. Newegg said they'd launch an investigation. So sucks to be them. But yeah, so eBay in the end tend- ended to be the winner, and I that was my last resort because I was like, it's fucking eBay. You never know what you're gonna get, you know. But lucked out. You could have gotten a box with a picture of the camera. And said, I could have gotten go. a box with a picture of it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad I didn't. So the camera came, set that all up. But the problem is, and this is like any camera you choose, even if it's a 360 degree camera, there's always going to be a blind spot. 
whether in the case of like oh. true 360 degree cameras, the blind spot is the mounting pole. And yeah, it's only an area of maybe like four by four inches or whatever, but it's still a blind spot. Well, a so lot I of have... cameras can swivel 360 degrees at a fixed angle, but they actually can't see directly below them either. Right. Yeah. With the assumption and... that like if it's in a corner, you would have to walk up from one side or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's always, like, there's always, like, some sort of, like, mounting for the camera. Like, you're never going to have a true orb camera. So, right. So, you yeah. Need some kind so, of mounting. Well, actually, technically, that's not true. You can, there are cameras you can buy that have the mounting that you're talking about, but they have a reverse camera mounted the opposite direction, and that gives you a 360-degree yeah. view. I used to install cameras in school buses, and mm. so I this installed This is, like, the, the second creepiest thing you've said today. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the school districts yeah, it's, for it's, a company that know. sold them. They used this to, you know, monitor the school buses. And then if somebody did something they weren't supposed to, we had a recording of it and they could bring it up to the, you know, the principal of the school, whatever. And, and so I spent, you know, a year or so installing these. And I, I've got to tell you, man, I mean, the camera industry alone is just ridiculous. You know, it should not be this hard to, you know, get a camera to record and put your information somewhere without it, you know, taking a freaking nightmare and things to do that you shouldn't have to do. I mean, I, I just, you know, we used XP machines because this was still relevant back then. And mm-hmm. we had to run power to them and then the audio video cables to them. So they weren't POE, but, you know, and we had to have a capture card in the machines. And I just... When you're talking about like hard limit of six, that's pretty much what we installed with six. We, had, we usually had one facing forward right at the very front, and then we had one facing down the steps, and then we had one about a halfway down, and we could add a couple more based on, you know, the needs of the school district, but pretty much six was it, you know? Mm. Like, any more than that, and you just ran up against hardware limits where the system couldn't handle it. And I, mm. you know, I, I feel your pain, man, having to go through that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, now I forget what I was going to say. What was I talking about right before? I don't know. Talking about cameras. You were talking about 360. Yes, 360 view. So there's always going to be a blind spot. And the the size of that blind spot depends on if you had the camera on like a schedule to pan and all that. I don't. I keep it in a fixed position because it's it's a single room. You know, I'm not trying to get like a whole field or something. So it's, it's a single room. It's a but there's a blind spot underneath the camera. So I just grabbed a Logitech C920. Turns out I had two of them, Jathan. Wow. Because I sent Jathan a 920 as well. Do you want to send me a second one? No, I don't. No. I'm using it now. Then I can uh, have 360 like... views of myself. Oh my god. Shut no, we, nobody wants that. And I have a, I have nobody C, wants a C930 professional HD as well. And a Logitech Brio. I got a Brio too. Wow. Why do you have so many webcams? None of your beeswax. So I have the, Only uh, fans. the C920 hooked up to a Raspberry Pi 4, and I'm just ignoring it. So I have, I have the C920 hooked up to the Raspberry a Raspberry Pi 4 running uh-huh. also Motion Eye, and then I had the, the proper Motion Eye, like the, the actual NRV running on a server in my infra. Cool. The nice thing about Motion Eye, as with ZoneMinder, is you can tell it to point to another instance of Motion Eye running. Technically, I don't even need to run Motion Eye. I could just run Motion on the, the Raspberry Pi. But, you know, it's so low resources, cool. I, didn't, I didn't even need to worry about it. So I had that running, and I had the central NRV. One of the camera sources is that mobile C920 thing. The frame rate is currently shipped, because, you know, it's wireless. 
because mm-hmm. I, I don't have the second floor really wired. I have it for wired for APs, but that's a for WAPs, just because I love saying WAP. WAP. So it's all wireless. And then, you know, I needed, I was trying to keep the number of cables minimal. And the IP camera I got, the Hikvision, does not have Wi-Fi built in. So I got a PoE injector to power it. And I grabbed one of my old Unify WAPs, the ones that I'm not using. WAP. Threw an injector on that, a PoE injector on that. And did you know that you can join a WAP to... <laughs> it's so fun to say. It's so fun to say. You can join a WAP like to your Unify network, your Ubiquity network, through Mesh without needing to do anything. You just don't hook it up to a WAN. And as long as it's enrolled beforehand... It will look for other WAPs in your Ubiquity network and just automatically connect to them. So it's that's why the frame rate is shit because it's running off a WAP, you know, a Wi-Fi bridge. Mm-hmm. But it works. You know, I'm I'm getting about 15 FPS on both of those. So it's still, I mean, it's good enough. You know, to... it's all right. It's all right. You know, and it, it's it's good enough to do motion detection. So that's nice. So now I can like trigger like to record if there's motion stuff like that, and the I don't want to say it's night vision because it's not true night vision, but the low light right. vision at the Hake vision is pretty good. It's pretty good. The C920 obviously has no low light vision and it gets so dark in that room because we always keep the shades drawn that the light correction, the auto balance doesn't do shit. It just turns yeah. the entire thing gray. So I don't, I don't keep that enabled. So I do still have that blind spot during the night, but yeah, the Hake vision does pretty, pretty okay. It goes monochrome in low light, but it's, you can still make things out. Yeah, it's ridiculous to me that a IR POE camera is so expensive and hard to find. Mm. Like a decent one, I should say. Yeah, the Hikvision I have is not IR. It's just really good at detecting in low light conditions. There are true IR cameras out there. But yeah, they usually run like 800 to thousands on the lower end. So <laughs> I think the highest price I saw was like three or four grand for a camera. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's fucking nuts, dude. Which is, it's excessive, yeah. It's excessive. But, you know, I guarantee it's going to have a ton of options. I'm sure it has full PTZ, which is pan, tilt, zoom. If you oh see my that. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's probably I was... full PTZ. It probably has full IR, you know. When I was on campus one time, I saw somebody who, was on, who wasn't supposed to be on campus, so I walked over to the security office, and I said, hey, there's a guy over here who shouldn't be on campus. And she turned to the camera. And from all the way across the parking lot, she was able to zoom right in on them. And I was like, yep, that's him. And she goes, okay. And she, I mean, it was, I mean, it was a football field away at least. And she was able to zoom right in on them. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a camera that does that, I mean, it's going to be expensive, but well, probably worth every penny. Necessarily. <laughs> so that's, that is a good point you bring up. Yeah. There are some cameras that are better for some things than others. Sure. Sure. And you can save a lot of money if you get a camera that doesn't try to do it all. Some camera models and brands are, are really good at zoom. And if, if that's your primary purpose, go for it. But there are other ones that are really good at like high definition. So if I'm not suggesting this because I personally view it as a, a huge invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do like facial recognition, you want something in a very high definition. Yes. Yes. Because presumably you're doing something with that identity. And well, you don't want to get the wrong identity. Well, based on like... I have a dash cam and they said for mm-hmm. dash cams, if you want to be able to read license plates, you really should have a 4k dash cam. Like, so you need to Dude. have that high definition because like, I feel a like you can get away with a 2k, honestly, like if you're close enough for it to 
be an issue. You say that and then go back and re and watch that video and see if you can make out that license plate. Like it, well, it just here's the thing. It doesn't always work, you know. I well, have it I think it must depend a lot on the light because I have a pretty yeah, honestly does. cheap kind of shitty 1080p dash cam and I think it does a great job. Yeah, it, light is that's and that's I'm learning all sorts of weird visual stuff with this. Light is probably the most determining factor in the quality of signal you're going to get. And I don't mean like in terms of signal versus noise. I mean higher level. I mean like actual visually recognizable things. Light is the make or break thing. Right, exactly. So and sometimes you're paying so for more important. to get that better light. What's the the better CMO the better whatever the the thing that sees the light is, I can't remember what the top of my head is, but you're paying more sometimes to get that better mm-hmm. item. And I'm sure you'll be able to do the errata for it. So Yeah, I, I'll see if I can find it. I, I kind of know what you're talking about, but yeah, the, the light, light balancing is a huge thing. Right. Yeah, and, and that does present a challenge if you're getting back on topic instead of, you know, ferrets, because this isn't really ferret administrivia. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you're trying to implement, like, cameras for FISEC for, like, FISEC is physical security, by the way. I don't, I don't know if I ever explained that on the show before, but FISEC Wait, what? is a FISEC. P-H-Y-S-E-C. FISEC. FISEC, okay. Yeah, physical security. Okay. So, so things like cameras, locks, placement of doors, keeping your server cabs locked, things like that. That's FISEC. Okay. Yeah, so the a good component of that is... Physical monitoring, and not just monitoring for motion, you want recording as well. Now, there's always going to be a trade-off with that also, because you need a ton of storage if you want to constantly record things, especially in a higher definition. That gets... I mean, I'm stating the obvious here, because, duh, but... (laughs) Well, I wouldn't assume here. People don't always (laughs) understand that, so... Yeah. Yeah, so the higher definition, the more disk space each frame of video or each image will use in case you weren't aware and yeah there are some variations depending on like light levels again like if it's darker it's a typically a lower file size a smaller file size but you know by and large rule of thumb higher definition higher resolution you're looking at more disk space use and the higher definition it is and the higher fps it is the more light you need that's an also a very important point. Right. And it's more important with analog cameras because of shutter speed and things like that. But it does carry over to digital, too. And I, I don't know the science behind that. I'm not going to pretend to. But I will say, experientially, that's what I've seen. That's what I've noticed. Where the better the light, the brighter the light, you know, within reason, you know, without glare and stuff. But sure. the better the light source the better quality you can experience, especially for video. Right. But going back to the physical security thing, this is something that maybe you haven't thought of before that you really want to do. Because, yeah, you can say, like, oh, they busted our locks. Well, who busted your locks? You know? <laughs> do you have anything you can bring to the police? Because unless you, you know, you're <laughs> bribing the local police office, they're not monitoring your They would probably police. take a bribe if you're interested in that. Well, depends on where you are. Some, and if they blow up police. your house, that's it. Oh my god, yeah. really? Better hope you're not in Colorado. But, you or know, Philadelphia. Bribe... A whole neighborhood in or, Philadelphia. Or Phil, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, with a move thing, yeah. But the, you know, the whole point is you have to look at it for yourself. You have to cover your own ass. And you don't really have a route forward if you just say, yes, yeah, someone busted into our DC and stole our server or wiped our, our drives or whatever. 
because you know your intern left the cab unlocked or something. <laughs> you have nothing you can bring the col- <laughs> you have nothing to bring the police at that point. Damn interns. You know, so you want photo or video, preferably video that's of high enough quality to identify who it was or at least what they were wearing, identifiable yeah. marks, things like well, that. What I think, what I personally, what I, I feel like you should do, especially in a situation like a data center or whatever, is you should have a camera over every egress ingress. And it should not yep. only film video, but it also should take a snapshot of that uh, every time the door is opened so that you mm-hmm. have an image that can be, you know. That, I'd that say does, a series you, of images. You, because, yeah, a series you know, of like, images. Yeah. But you should, but so it takes a video and it also takes, a, a you know, like. 10 or 20 frames and then it can save those to, to separate areas and that way you know if you need to get rid of the video you still have right. images and you can go through and you know you may not have images and you may not have video of them carrying things out or you may not have audio but you have images of somebody doing something you're not supposed to be doing and mm-hmm. I, I think that's and sometimes you can get thing. audio too i mean but sure. maybe not in a data center you know because it's yeah. a lot of shit in there a lot of shit in there yeah absolutely but but yeah, Unless you're that one data center, what there's some data center that uses like mineral oil for their cooling. It's all submersed. Oh, we talked about that on the show before. We did, yeah. I think yeah. you actually it's can just thing. use straight water if you have the proper components to do so. It, yeah, if it's if it's non, if it's all stainless, basically. So copper is out because copper would rust, but gold I think would be okay. So I mean, you're talking really. It's cheaper to just fucking use mineral oil, honestly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't it? We talked about somebody though that they just kept the data center like hot, and then it was Google, wasn't what? it? That they, they kept their data center hot, like it was hotter than it should have been. Like there wasn't AC in their data center. I think it was Google that we talked about that by like, accident they, or intent. No, on intent, they they figured out that the parts failed. Oh, it was just cheaper to replace the part. It was yeah, cheaper yeah. to replace the part Maybe. than it, it was to. This school. sounds vaguely familiar, but I, 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 I think I, I yeah. talked about it. We have to look back. Not yeah, not, uh, we might know. we might have to, but regardless, and that may have changed because I'm sure that's not very <laughs> economically yeah. friendly or environmentally friendly because that's a ton of parts being thrown out. But well, you know, yeah. But <laughs> Peyton, you, you let's talk about plastic point. straws. No, oh my not, god, not really. Oh my god. But Peyton, Please you do bring up a good point. Cover your entrances, cover your exits. And additionally, cover the server floor because you may trust an employee, but if you've got five employees coming onto the server floor at once, they're all working on different cabs, maybe even rotating across different cabs. Like, hey, come look at this, and then they go and look at that. You're never really entirely sure who does what physically. Right, 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 right. If you've got a really high-profile client, they're going to want some sort of way of remediation. And if you've got an employee that just fucking reboots their server or something. Now, granted, if it's a really high profile client, they they should be re- like robust enough in their infra to survive a single server rebooted or whatever. But I digress. We're dealing in a theoretical here. Like, yeah, you need that aspect there to determine who is actually doing what. Because it, you can't always rely on the tickets. Because not only can people just, you know, log in as other staff members, like share logins and say they did something with someone else, really did something or vice versa. But people can just straight up compromise other other team members' credentials, things like this. So you can't really rely on the ticket system. You can't really rely on the work log. Assuming you have one separate from the ticket system, things like that. Right. You need some in order if you would actually prosecute these things, or maybe not prosecute but sue. I guess I get it would be a civil case at that point. You need evidence. You need a way of proving this person did this thing. 
Right. Right, right. And that's where that camera monitoring, that 5-sec, that CCTV component comes in. So, and of course, you know, maybe on a more tangential relation, you want to protect the building itself. It's probably out of the purview of our target audience. You're probably more concerned with just the servers, just the infra, things like that. But you may be charged with coming up with a solution to providing your own, excuse me, your own in-house CCTV. And this is another case where you need to know your shit about it. You need to experience with it, or experiment rather with it. You need to... (laughs) Experiment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You need to know what options you have as far as solutions go. Uh, Oh, and I just as a quick aside, the one thing I don't like about MotionEye the most, still on Python 2. They have a Python 3 branch, but it's not really there yet, and I don't see any progress being made on it, so I'm really not happy about that. So I might give Shinobi another try, but we'll see. So do keep that in mind. But that aside, yeah, the physical aspect of security cannot be ignored. You know, we focus so much on the digital aspect of security. Yeah. And that leaves the physical aspect wide open. You know, that's how you get things like evil maid attacks and things like that is because you just don't think about physical security. So you need to have a holistic approach to the security of your systems. And part of that is knowing who enters the building, knowing who enters the data center, knowing who who's on the server floor at all times in a verifiable way. Yeah. And obviously it goes without sewing, uh, sewing. without saying, like, sewing. saying, <laughs> don't, like, don't run your zone minder server, like, hooked up directly underneath the camera or something. Like, keep it off-site or keep it in, like, a different location and have that stream recorded, you know, not where the camera is. Because chances are, if the camera's recording something nefarious, the person doing the nefarious something may want to delete that footage of them that incriminating evidence and they should not be able to so just like your backups keep it off site keep multiple copies if you can things like that moving forward now i'd like to talk about a different kind of aspect of that and i touched upon this earlier is the motion detection aspect immensely helpful because yeah like we said the higher definition you go the bigger resolution you go the more disk space it uses to record photos and videos fine that's just simple technology. That's simple math, right? right? A way you can offset that cost, so to speak, is implementing motion-triggered events. Things like, it, and, you know, there are software solutions. Like, I can do motion detection with my Logitech C920 with that motion daemon running. Because, it, again, it compares frame to frame while also simultaneously streaming that media in, in a NBR-compatible method but a lot of ip cameras have built in motion detection a lot of modern ones anyways so you can make advantage of that typically they send something called onvif events if there's Mm -hmm. motion detected that's onvif is kind of like the the industry standard for this where you know it handles it provides information on what streams are offered things like that but they're some of the nicer ones offer onvif events where it's like a stream that sends out like, hey, this movement just happened in this corner and it's this big, you know. So if you can find an NBR that makes use of that, it's definitely a good thing to do. I don't know of any of the big name open source ones, the mature open source ones that support ONVIF events. But you, you know, you may have a proprietary vendor provided ONVIF event compatible machine. Which, or NBR aren't, hard, aren't, which aren't hard to 
acquire They're not. You could no. you could put it on pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hickvision themselves has their own NVR offering. So <laughs> I've heard it works great with their their brand of cameras. It but, just reports everything to China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's China, so do keep that in mind. <laughs> but if you're, but I mean, this is a, a good opportunity to mention like risk analysis, right? Like as long as you're not revealing intellectual property through your camera feeds, like you're not zoomed in on like someone's workstation or something. Right. You're probably okay, right? Like there's not really a lot of intel China can gain from that. So it's probably okay that they're only from China. I get squicked out by it, but I don't like risk analysis. It's all about risk want, analysis. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I don't want China anywhere near my business. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, you know. But it is kind of unavoidable. With how... Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm hoping that changes. Mm-hmm. Especially with so many new programs that are in the pipeline and hopefully implemented to, you know, bring chip production to the U.S., Yes, yes. But right now, it's almost all in China. So it's kind of unavoidable. Well, it's not technically China. It's Taiwan, which China claims. That's true. It is Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But it's... Man, that's that's a whole other can of worms. That's a whole uh, other can of worms. Free Taiwan. Also, free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Yeah, but I do do support... Taiwan Taiwan is a country. We do... I think on this podcast, Peyton and I, I don't know about Jathan, but Peyton and I definitely support Taiwan's independence. Scobos. That's not that's yes. not related. I support Taiwan's independence and also Tibet. Yes. And also to what? Yeah. Tibet. Tibet. Oh, Tibet. Yeah, Tibet. Well, yeah. Free oh, Tibet. Man. Free all of the countries that China but, yeah, has. Yeah, I think the Tibet ship China. has kind of sailed, I, I hate to say. Yeah. yeah it, it's, you know what I mean? You haven't really heard a lot about it since like the early 2000s. Yeah. It's just kind of, yeah. That's a shame, though. Yeah, there was this awesome guy who came to my high school. Like, maybe my sophomore junior year and he was tibetan and he basically just came and like talked about what was happening there and how he felt like his people were kind of erased and yeah no, it was super it's... sad but it was also very informative and he was a cool dude yeah fuck china yeah basically gonna, that's, we, that's... we try to say apolitical but uh, fuck we, china. yes but yeah definitely definitely take china and screw them with a rusty toenail yeah and this has nothing to do with the people of china but yeah the people of china are cool yeah. People Just to be clear, cool. this isn't an Asian thing. This is a, a China CCP government thing. Yeah. Not, yes. Okay. So. Right. I don't know. I don't. I didn't really have like a structured plan for this episode. I just wanted to introduce IP cameras and CCTV systems, modern CCTV systems, because it's something we haven't really covered at all before. So, did you guys have anything you wanted to add to that? Not really. Go ahead, I mean, Jake. I don't have a whole lot of experience doing this. I was very fortunate at CU and we had data centers that the physical security mostly fell to facilities. Okay. Oh, I do want to mention, you don't really see this so much now with newer buildings, like newer actual physical buildings, but there are analog systems. And like in movies, you see this a lot for still for some reason, where it's, <laughs> you know, like the CRT monitor. And <laughs> yeah. They basically do the same thing as modern NVRs, only it's all analog signal. It's multiplex. It's kind of a cool thing. Well, the interesting thing about that is, is that each camera was tied to a specific monitor. And the only way yeah, you could get yeah. like a monitor to be able to switch between cameras was you had to go to a centralized system. They didn't have like the centralized systems for a long time. So exactly. you literally had 
one monitor was one camera and you had to look at all of them right when they, when they finally got the ability to have like an like an nvr style system that's when mm-hmm. you were able yeah, to have the, the like digital switching between yeah. them it wasn't really even mm-hmm. digital it was just that it, they had an analog switcher that could oh like a kvm you know, switch kind of a thing sort of kind of yeah and it's okay. really it's really interesting how terrible video surveillance <laughs> is and has been it is for, it feels you know, like it's, it's lagging like 10, it's 15 years behind way the fuck behind everything in the world right yeah now. like it's like that's a shame hold on this camera that i want to buy is wireless so it connects to my wi-fi but it's 1080p and doesn't have ir and you want 300 bucks yeah. for it yeah okay it's, it's be, do be prepared for that it's and then you find one that's ir and 4k and they want you know 600 700 800 grand yeah. it's like yeah oh, hold on a second here now i can go buy a 4k selfie cam in a phone mm-hmm. and it's next to nothing compared to the cost of the phone why or if you can find you know, it i mean right. i don't know if they fixed the supply chain issue with it but logitech brios for instance are 4k market price now it's gotten better yeah it's gotten better okay yeah, yeah. it's still like a about 120 150 yeah it's a lot closer to that Okay, yeah. So get that, set up motion on like a Raspberry Pi or something. Boom. Right. As long as you've got a digital NVR that's compatible with MJPEG streams or H.264 streams or whatever. Oh, and I don't want to touch about that. You don't really need motion. You can stream that webcam from the Raspberry Pi from CVLC or FFmpeg. Not FFmpeg server because FFmpeg server has been discontinued. But FFmpeg has ways you can stream RTSP through H.264 which I believe the Brio specifically and probably other new webcam models support natively. So that is an option. And you can add that to all of the NVR systems I mentioned, Shinobi, Zonebinder, the one I'm using now, MotionEye. They all support that stream. So you don't need Motion or MotionEye on the Raspberry Pi 4. You can just run FFmpeg or CVLC, not VLC, right? CVLC. Yeah, CVLC is the command line only version. So you can stream that with CBLC, and that would be a much less local local resource intensive solution to that. But yeah, like you know, but on the downside, you lose the PTZ capabilities, the pan, tilt, and zoom. Right. You can zoom, but it's all in hard. It's all in software at that point, and you know it's not pretty. So do keep that in mind. But hey, by the yeah, way, yeah, beaches. I lost the game. Uh, shout out to A Mayor Dranks. Uh, Luxter, all you guys in our on our Discord, shout out to you guys. Uh-huh. You guys rock. Thank uh-huh. you for being uh, listeners to our show. Yeah, shout out, shout Jathan, out. eat a dick. What? <laughs> that was, I feel like that was I'm just best. kidding, Jay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Shout out to my wife, to Edita, to hey, yeah, to the Edita best is editor, not my wife. editor that we've ever what? had. Editor. No, there's no hard R. Payton, it's editor. I said that. I said to the best a editor. Hard R is racist. Jesus, the best editor we've ever had, editor. <laughs> if you listen. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Gonna need to bleep okay. that. Bleep what? The editor. Oh no, I said it. <laughs> I was saying that she was okay. an editor. I know. Her name I is know. editor. I'm joking. You guys are both oh, dumb as shit. Wet. You're dumb. You're, you're dumber than a box of rocks. Oh my gosh. Jesus, okay. Jones. Sorry. Hey, for Jay the record. Thon, do you have any um, other... Jathan, could you talk about your... Yeah, zone Jay Thon, Talk about your zone Well, dog it's, it's not actively running anymore because I caught the perp. Mm-hmm. Oh, who was the perp? Can't what disclose that. Well, can't name? say his name. Yeah. Was I have it, to bleep it even it if he Joe does Blow? 
who lived on 123 no, Main not. Street, Anytown, USA. Yes, it was and Joe Barilla. 1-2-3-5-3-0-9? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just used Zoneminder with a USB-based webcam. Which, the 920, I think? No. Oh. No. You mean to tell me you had a webcam? I didn't, actually. So there's this company. Oh. He's so full of crap. There's this company, and I'm trying to think of the name like of the them. the dog now. he was trying to catch. There's a there's this company that started, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the same as your IP camera kind. Of. It's like a cheap Chinese webcam, right? And they basically, I got this ad on Instagram one day, like, we'll send you one of these if you review us on Amazon, basically. Oh, one of those. And I was like, this is sketch, but also like it's impossible to get a webcam right now, right? So I decided to do it. Well, I ended up doing it, and then they sent me another email. They're like, hey, we just released a newer model. Do you want to review this one, and we'll send you one? Oh, shit. They sent you two? Yeah, so I have both of them here. They are pretty shitty. Mm. Well, they actually look decent in good light. They're not as good at choosing a focus as the 920. So I keep the 920 mounted on my monitor. But the second camera that they sent me was pretty wide angle. So I was able to get away putting it kind of at the corner of one of my windowsills, and I could see a very good, you know, a good swath of the grass outside my window. Mm-hmm. So it actually worked the, out the how much of the grass can you see? Well, enough to see where the dog was shitting. Yes. Was and so I actually got a pretty good view. And of course, you know, this was something that I was fairly certain was just happening during the day. And it's right outside my office window, but like I can't sit and stare outside all day. You right. Know? Yeah, you got, you got shit to do. Yeah, no pun intended. And my monitor doesn't face the window or anything, so... Mm. so That's bad OPSEC, Jathan. Well, whatever. So I had just set up a single camera with ZoneMinder, and I pretty much just recorded to some storage that I have on site mm-hmm. continuously, and I would just mm-hmm. review it. Like, I would go outside and be like, oh, okay, it smells, this is bad. You didn't bother setting up the, the motion detection? or No, no. Okay. I just basically, every day, I would just go outside and be like, was today the day? Mm. It was or it wasn't. If it wasn't, I just dumped all the video and restarted it. I see. That's so much footage, though. Well, it it was, but it was, I mean, it was a day at a time. And then I just, like I said, I just deleted it. Mm. But it, also, it was literally less than a week. I mean, this was happening very consistently or I wouldn't have been doing this in the first place. Right. So right. it was literally like the fourth day. And yeah, I just clipped, you know, five minutes out, sent it off and uh, tore the whole thing down. Hmm. Fair enough. Now, did you? How did you? How did the installation and the the setup of Zoneminder strike you? I didn't find it to be that bad, but I didn't shop around like you did. I was just mm. more interested in. I mean, I was pissed, so yeah, I was well, just yeah. like, I need to get this working. And the thing is, Zoneminder is kind of everywhere. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of tutorials and shit. Yeah. So yeah, there is. it wasn't it's hard. Very ubiquitous. To, yeah, and for a, a single camera setup that I just wanted to record to local storage. I really didn't even care about, like, you know, the web interface layout or anything like that. I just, you know, needed video. I mean, oh, right. I could have just literally set up, like, OBS to record. Yeah. And it would have been just you got to keep good. OBS running. And... Yeah, but I didn't know I didn't know what I was up against, you know? Like, how long this right. would go on right. and what kind of technology I would need. So I prepared. Mm-hmm. I would like to set up a ZoneMinder again and actually do some of the motion detection and just mess around with it, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, try, you know, automatically dumping videos once a day to s3 or something okay just to say i've done it kind of thing yeah i mean it's a good it's good to have it if you need it yeah i agree with that yeah i agree with that too and there are some places Plus then you, you have to find out how often your landlord enters your apartment if you're away 
Yes. Yeah. Well, it reveals the unknowable. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we literally are here every day because I work from here. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, but now, but you know, some days you're not there, so it's it's nice to know what happens when you're not at home. The cat will tell us. And that goes for all rentals, all renters. You know, I yeah. interestingly, there's this guy that we know who once told me mm-hmm. that is it somebody that we all know. It's somebody we all know of. I'm not sure how personally you all may have interacted with him or not. You're okay. going to know who I'm telling you about in a second. Okay. But I'm okay. just trying not to name drop in case is, is, this is, is it... meant to be. Is, uh, dang it, Peyton, now I have to fucking bleep that. <laughs> I just said I'm not going to. <sighs> now, this person told me that they used to sort of social engineer their landlords or like their leasing office and change <laughs> their locks in all of their apartments. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I, I would like Peyton to know how they this pull that off. In every episode, you want to know how they pull that off? Yeah, like what would you tell your apartment complex so they would be like, okay, you can change your locks? Well, I think you're allowed to change your locks regardless. It's also probably just, highly contextual. You just need to. It depends I think on you just the, need to the let culture. Your, yeah, there's no one size fits all with social engineering because it's all about the people. Well, so sure. you need to appeal to the well, cultural values. And you need to appeal to the individual. And I yeah, think Jathan okay. is asking if you need to tell your landlord or your management company. I think you do need to let them know, hey, you know, and I, I think I did you have to provide them a copy of the key, though. I don't know about that necessarily. I think it depends on I, ordinances. You do if you don't want your new lock drilled out. Well, they I'm just thinking about in an emergency, like a pipe burst or something. They're not going to want to spend time with a drill. Well, yeah, there's well, other ways of getting in your house. <laughs> yeah, but chances are they're just going to call a locksmith who's just going to drill the lock out. So. Right. Yeah. So, fair enough. So you're at, in the future at some point you would want to set up your own digital CT. I mean, if I were going to do it for real, I probably wouldn't use like a USB webcam. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's an yeah. it's an investment. That being there, said, like, though, you can tell that there's definitely a quality jump. Yeah. Like you can definitely yeah. tell, like, oh, this is so right. much easier. This is so much nicer. This is so much more high quality. Right. It's a this huge is also jump. so much more expensive. So yeah. So it is an investment, but it, it's one of the few investments that does pay off. So Now, the one thing I was going to say is if you were trying to do something for like a home office and you didn't want it to be super obvious, mm-hmm. how many people have a webcam sitting on top of their monitor anyway? Yeah. That's so true. even if it were going to the Raspberry Pi mounted under your desk or something and actually recording, that would be pretty covert. I think that's cool. Well, you might want to disable like your webcam LEDs, and some models support that. Some, yeah, and also some, some models don't even have them. So, like these shitty yeah. ones that I got don't have LEDs. I actually, that's weird. Or you can I unscrew it and, and snip the power cable to the LED. Required to have an LED? I thought there was a requirement. I don't. I don't know what I'm. Uh, I mean, I feel like the thing is, you could always open it up and fucking strip it out anyway. So yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you can always require it. You know. Well, I mean, I understand from a privacy, but also I feel like in software, you could just tell it not to turn the LED on if you figured it out. Sure. Yeah. And that's very highly model dependent. So you you cannot do that. It's hardware switch. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I keep physical covers on my webcams when I'm not using them. So my new T14 has a little switch that you can slide that will cover the camera. Oh, with like a physical cover? Like a, yeah, it has a little physical cover. Kind of neat. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah. I just have ones that flip up. Yeah, yeah. My Brio came with one. I thought that was really nice of them to do. Now, my one that's oh, sitting yeah. on my desk that's staring at me while I work, that was not covered. If they want to look at that, see what I'm doing while I'm working, by all means. Well, I mean, the way I approach it, it's like, <laughs> if it happens to be a day where I know I don't need to be on camera, yeah. but 
I take a call. Mm-hmm. I don't want the mistake of being like, oh, I'm shirtless or oh, I'm not wearing pants or whatever. <laughs> you know, dude, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to Jeffrey Tube in it. Yeah, that's not really what. <laughs> it's a bit more extreme what I'm talking about, but yeah, right, no, right, right. and that's we did touch up on this in the in the working from home episode. Episodes, I think we talked about like more than once. But, but yeah, as Jethan was saying, like I mean, it's perfectly doable with webcams, USB webcams, and it's a lot cheaper. If you don't even bother with like a case, if you just get like a Raspberry Pi power supply and USB webcam, it's like maybe sixty bucks if it's cheap webcam. You know, so. It's, it's good to eliminate your blind spots, but when you... I highly recommend if you have the funds available, if you have the resources available, to move to something with, like, actual IP cameras. So, But it's not necessary. It's not necessary. I don't have anything else to say on this. Do yeah. you guys have anything well, to say? Well, yeah, no, I'm good. I would just like to comment that mm-hmm. accurate and decent coverage is going to end up costing you a lot more than you think it is. Like, you may oh, think yeah. you only yeah. need four cameras to cover four walls, but... Realistically, nope. I mean, you're going to have blind spots. You're going to have poor cameras. So uh, you need to budget for well, more cameras than you think you need. And you need to budget for more space for that storage than you think you need. And you, also, you also need a way to verify your cameras are actually consistently recording and writing data. Yeah, correct. The other Just thing like is... like backups, right? Like, you don't have footage unless you review the footage. Right. Just exactly. like backups. You don't yeah. have backups unless you can restore from those backups. So testing. You should, and you should always view the feed mm-hmm. and make sure Live. that the retention settings are what you expect. Like Correct. there's Correct. a lot of camera and video software that the default is if it fills up the space, it starts overwriting the oldest data. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. needed that data and you were expecting it to be there, Guess that's what? probably a problem. So Guess what? It's not there anymore. Yeah. So review your retention policies and right. software you're yep. using. Yep, absolutely. It's a good and, point. I would also state that cheaper is not always better. You need uh-huh. to do your you need to do your research. Make sure you buy the right kind of camera, the right kind of quality camera. You know, and more you expensive think you're gonna... is not always better too. Exactly. It's this very is, yeah. Like, this well, is like an I area mentioned, where, right? It's yeah. It's but, very highly dependent on the function of that particular camera's view. Right. Like, right, what right, is that right. camera? That particular camera. What is that zone supposed to be? Is that high right. motion? Is it wide distance? You know, right? Yeah, you really need to put a lot of thought into it. And I would say, if you ever, ever, ever need to do any sort of low light or not or nighttime recording, mm-hmm. pay for the IR. It's true. Save IR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. need the IR. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, and I'm it's gonna save you a fucking it. headache when you need it. Exactly. And you, when you need it, and you yeah. don't have it. Absolutely. Yeah. So and chances are, you know, if you need it, it's probably going to be in a low light condition. Either you're not home, you have all your absolutely. your lights off, absolutely, or it's during absolutely. the night. By the way, most break-ins occur during the day. Something enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Not um, during the night, as as and, you'd think, but you know. Otherwise, I would just say, you know, get a couple cameras and play with it. Just figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a neat project to do. Keep it a pain in the nose. But it, yeah. it's definitely a neat project to do, and 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 certainly yeah. anybody who's a sysadmin is concerned about security, physical security, should have the ability to set up a, ca- a network. Well, you yeah. just never know, even when you might need it in a pinch. Honestly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. you know, maybe the door to your server room is broken. Mm. So, yep. And you've you got to set, set up, up a couple camera of extra cameras real so quick. You can, yeah, you know, you make sure that maintenance guy fixing the door is actually only fixing the door. Yeah, and not, and not you know plugging around. in USBs yeah. or, or what have you. So absolutely, yep. yeah, yep. Not, not poking that's around. All, that's all I've got. Yeah, it was a good topic, guys. Cool. You know what I really like is I like clams. I like clam chowder. 
Now, if you had a really big bowl, let's say let's say that you use let's say you've got clammy one clam per bowl of clam chowder, uh-huh. one clam, and you've got fifteen guests coming over, and they all want to try your clam chowder. Well, of course they do. What, at least stupid? how many? At least how many clams? No. At least how many clams do you need? Assuming one serving each. It's fifteen, 47. but that's a really low amount of clams. Like, nobody's going to want that chowder. You're not going to win the contest. One clam per clam chowder? Well, when it's cut up, chowder's cut up. You don't serve the whole clam. (laughs) Got to cut up my soup. Who wants chowder? (laughs) Chowder? I cut up my my soup. I get what you're saying, but it's more than one clam. All right, yeah, you're right. It's probably close to two or three, but it's it's more than that. Let's, yeah. let's go. Well, I don't know about six. It's, it's six a lot of. Yeah, have you it's even eight clams? It's at least eight clams. It might be fifteen out. clams a bowl, dude. It might be fifteen no. clams a bowl. No, that depends way on the chowder. Too many clams a bowl. It could very well be. You never know. Small Brent, clam. Are you are you a clam chowder? Are you expert? a clam connoisseur? <laughs> are you a clam chowder connoisseur? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because you've got other stuff there too. Milk. No, you, you don't want too much clam. You've got the cream and of mushroom soup. You got the. The water added to that? Cream of mushroom soup, did you just say? And chowder? Oh, absolutely. It's delicious. No, you're talking about... What kind of... Are you talking about red clam chowder or white clam chowder? It doesn't matter. I'm talking about white... It does. You don't make clam chowder out of cream of mushroom soup. Nobody eats red clam chowder. I've never heard anybody... Plenty of people eat... It's a thing. It is a thing. No, it's it's terrible. It's trash. That's why it has a name. It's gross, but it is a thing. It's trash. Okay, anyway, let's just move on here. Okay. So 50 clams. Do you know what she shares your 50 clams? Oh, yeah. So there's this project, and I'm not going to mention it by name because I don't want to call this guy out because... But I'm going to call him out. Name because, and shame. Name <laughs> but and shame. Call him out. Name there's this project, shame. though, that I was looking at. Name and and I was looking at using it. And I'll tell you okay. guys what it is at the end, but For I don't... webcams? Again. No. No. Was it to do your OnlyFans? And this is a no. guy... It's mostly one or two people maintaining this project. Mm-hmm. And... I went looking for how to contact them because I had some questions about their open source project. Do they only give a Slack channel? Because I hate that shit. It's not even a Slack channel. It's like a Gitter, like a GitHub channel. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, so a couple things. So, first of all, don't use Gitter, okay? Just don't. Make it easy for people to find you using something normal. IRC is better than IRC. Email. Discord at this point. Email. Discord's all right, but, like... XMP anything but Gitter, okay? Game. Anything but Gitter. Anything but Gitter. Maybe not but, Microsoft but, Teams. But here, okay, so here's or the point. So, so they have this project, and yep. it's totally open source, but it's not meant to be self-hosted. So they actually what? have, like, a public instance, and they just let people use it, which is not clear to me from the documentation at all, for what it's worth. So that's what I was really curious about, is, like, where's the install guide? Did we talk about this in hosts, like, two a long time weeks ago? ago? It was a, way a longer ago. than that, even. Okay. But okay. I've, I've finally it got back familiar. into circling around to it in my free time and shit. So, oh, good. Okay. This so, anyway, so, so I get to this Gitter, finally. You know. Gitter? I mean, it's tied to your GitHub, Gitter. so if you have a GitHub account, it's fine. But yeah, And I log funny. in, and I just send a message like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is kind of who I am. This is why I want to do it. Well, can you point me towards some documentation? And they wrote back, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, well, it's not really meant to be self-hosted. By mm, the way, but, if you're a sysadmin, we could really use some help. <laughs> Which, okay. So wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me get this straight. 
on one hand, you've got our project isn't really meant to be self-hosted. And on the uh, meaning, you know, implying we want you to use our instance. Yes. But also, BT dubs, we need a sysadmin, presumably, to manage our instance. Yes. I'm sensing a big issue here. Okay, so this is the first big issue. But the second big issue is, I was actually kind of like, you know what? This could be a good resume item. It's not going to be hard for me. Like, it's a software stack that I'm super familiar with. It's something that I want to use anyway. Right. Potentially, I mean, I'm not going to use it if it's not self-hosted. Sorry, but right, right, right. I think that's fair. But I still think it's a cool idea. I would like to see development continue. I haven't taken on any kind of like volunteer work. I haven't contributed to open source in a while, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this could be good. So Do I just for the fans. I just respond to the guy, and I'm like, hey, sounds great. Feel free to private message me, or. I sent him my Twitter. I was like, you can certainly find my email from my Twitter. You can send me a DM, whatever. I gave him like five options. Yeah. Three weeks go by. <laughs> no response. Uh-huh. Fourth week. Uh-huh. He liked the message. <laughs> but I still, still haven't heard, heard back from him. <laughs> and so... But he liked the message, so there you go. Well, at least he so read you know it. I've seen it. Or, or his cat accidentally like clicked the like button. Yeah. <laughs> his cat accidentally. And so here's where I'm I'm going with this is, you know, I don't personally have any open source projects that I am responsible for solely at this point or anything like that. Mm. But if I did and I were looking actively to try to get people to help me, I would want to make it easy for them to do so. So three things I'm going to say here. Number one. Don't use Gitter. Don't use Gitter. Well, you can use Gitter just to give other options as well, too. Besides, just Gitter. generally make yeah. sure people have an easy way to contact you that's kind of mainstream. Which right. doesn't include yeah. Gitter. Yeah. Number two, if you are actively looking for people to contribute to your project, or even if you're not actively looking but you're open to it, mm-hmm. make sure that you have a mechanism for people to onboard themselves. Make sure you have a contributing doc or something like that Mm. So people know how to set up a development instance, know what kind of format you expect for a pull request, anything that you think should go in there, right? Like, just something. We're not talking about the code of content. We're talking about the actual, the technical aspects of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how do I actually start hacking on your project and push code? Mm -hmm. And number three... How can I guarantee that my push request, assuming it's of high quality, will be accepted? Right. What are your standards? Number three, if somebody does want to help you... You're actively looking, even soliciting people for their help, mm-hmm. and you don't have number two, or your number two, you know, your onboarding guide is shitty, mm-hmm. don't not respond when they reach out to yeah. you in the one shitty method that you give them to actually communicate with you. Right. I mean, it just pissed me off, because I was like, actually, like, you know what, I think I'm going to give this a shot, like, I'll see what I can do. I looked through their GitHub issues, there were a few small things that I was like, you know what, I could knock these out in a day. Good way to get familiar with the code base kind of thing. It's all Python. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, reach out to me. Let me know, you know, what's your high priority. Let me know, you know, how I get access to this stuff. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And it also, just pissed me off. I mean, and it shouldn't, I guess, because it's like a free thing. Like, this guy is clearly volunteering his time. But mm-hmm. he also actively, like, asked me to help him, kind of. Mm-hmm. He was also, like, hey, yeah. if you're a sysadmin, I could really use some help. And I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, like if you're releasing open source, like do it with the intent and assumption that people are going to want to self-host. 
Probably. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, right, it's exactly. weird that you would have something that's open source, but then the entire purpose is for you to but host it's it for crippled. other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, okay, so I can see the source, but I still can't host it. I guess. Like, I mean, there's va- there's still value there. You can there is. audit the code. You can audit the code. That's the sure. code they're running. You also, but... I mean, the thing is, I was able to get it running for myself, but not like most people could not. It was a Django-based web application Ew. with a good bit of Python behind it. Like most people would not have been able to, and it needed like well, a Django bunch of API Python. keys and stuff like that for various services. Hmm. Like the one thing that really bugged me about it is their only authentication mechanism was through Google. Mm. So for a, a local instance, self-hosted, like there was no local user mechanism. Yeah, you, you'd have to, or you. Additionally, I guess you'd have to leave your network to off, which is yeah, right, yeah, yeah. That is silly. so. That's uh, that's my fifteen clams. Mostly, you know, open source is a crazy place. I respect sure. the work that people do and the time they volunteer, but but do it good. But well, yeah, well. just try to do it well and make it easy for other people to be on board if that's what you're looking for. You know? Yeah, I'd be there with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts? No. Fade, any closing remarks? Yeah, Freenode has apparently shit itself. Oh, no. My Libera now. It's not, uh, it's, it hasn't shit, it's still running, technically. It's still running, yes, but it's lost all the people. But there's a lot of politics blowing yes. up behind it. Yeah. And apparently yeah. the so, new, the, the new, and I put that in quotes, owner is trying to monetize it as well, too. Oh, gosh. Did I see that? You're going to just get random text-based ads. <laughs> Or something, or maybe you have to pay to who, run a who, channel. I don't who know. the who the fuck knows? It's I just, dumb. You know, it's, it's so dumb. It's IRC. Like, just let us yeah. know our shit and leave us the fuck yep. alone. You know? Yeah. So we had we are set up on Libera, Lib- Libera, Libera. IRC chat. Yeah. Hashtag system. So we're there now. Six six nine seven for the SLTLS port. Hashtag system disturbia. They have Dex serve. They have chance serve. So yeah. So we are set up on that. Feel free to stop by, but, you know, our Discord's still gone. I don't know what the future is for our free node channels. Free channel, really, we only have one public. I don't know if I want to get rid of that or not. I want to play it out, and we're definitely still in the transition phase regardless. We're probably going to move the bridge bot to use Libera. Oh, I forgot about bridge bot. Yeah. Yeah. But we should probably wait until more people switch over to Libera. Yeah. Well, it can actually do both. Okay. It can do both? Okay. Sure, it's pretty cool, cool. cool, like that. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, things are still kind of up in the air. We have locked down the channel registration, so we've got those. It's ours. <laughs> it's ours. Yeah, there was a little bit of drama involving that, but thanks to was there Fuchs, actually Fuchs, drama, or Fuchs, did he just a little bit? Was he just no? There out? was a little bit. No, no, because I've what, never seen him before. So uh, I think what, it was I mean, a what I mean is, that's what I'm saying. Like, was he? Was it? Did we well, so here's what I think happened. Or... Here's what I think is happening, or has happened, or whatever. I think people query pulling... Freenode yeah, they're just for, channel for channel lists. And for all the channels above a certain number of people, they're they just are... trying to take. Yeah, they're idling in that channel on Libera. They're not even bothered registering. Yeah, if for nothing else, it's just to put a burden on the new staff. Yeah. yeah. Because so they that's, have to sort that's this pretty, shit out. That's pretty fucking shitty, in my opinion. It's like, shitty. Well, know, yeah, but... People yeah, are going to be whatever. shitty, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. So best of luck to Libera in their their takeovers and all. Yeah. Well, no, not it's not. A, they're not the ones being taken over. They're the ones leaving. No, they're taking over. Libera. Yep, the world. No, they're not. Oh, okay. All right. 
Alright, we gotta this go. I gotta, so, I, gotta, I gotta do this. This has been System Minutes Trivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm Pete. See you around.